You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Welcome back. It is time to line them up. It is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Later on this hour, Ricky O'Donnell on the NBA Draft. And we'll play a little nickel or dime. What a lot going on here. It's college football later in the show. Our lightning bets. But, Joe, we got a full slate of Major League Baseball today. Some really big series. And, and like we've talked about the last couple of days, these games take a little extra importance uh, in terms of, and I, I noticed Joe last night in the way that some of these managers managed the games. It, it, it felt different last night. Uh, I noticed in the Phillies uh, Nationals game, which we got the over on the McCutcheon home run, the, the Phillies sort of got knocked out in the, in the fourth inning. And typically you're down three or four, nothing fourth inning. You kind of go into a long man there, right? You're trying to just save your bullpen. That's what you do in the kind of the dog days of summer. The Phillies kind of went to their started going to their leverage guys in the middle innings. They were trying to keep the games close, which could impact the game, right? The score, the betting. It also just feels like that doesn't it feel like for this week teams forget it's one sixty two. They're like, well, we got to win all these games. The trade yes. is coming up. It changes everything. Yes, jobs are on the line. How great has McCutcheon been, by the way? What is he fifty seven at this point? He well in, in April we thought he was uh, one hundred and fifty years old because he looked terrible in the month of <laughs> April. How about this number for you? Speaking of touches. Every time I see the Phillies on MLB Network, I swear he's having a walk-off. So <laughs> since uh since June 1st, here are the here's a, the, there's four hitters in the National League with a higher OPS than McCutcheon since June 1st. We're going on two months now. Yeah. Soto, Turner, Acuna, Freeman. That's it. He's been a top five hitter in NL for two months now. That's ridiculous. Yeah, a renaissance. Let's let's start there. Another Nationals Phillies game tonight, yeah. and another night where the pitching matchup I would say is uh, is less than stellar. It is Eric Fetty on the mound for the Nationals. Matt Moore over the Phillies. It's got to be another over, <laughs> and they've they've juiced the over tonight. What do we got? Ten? Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually ten and a half. Ten and a half. This ten is an half. over under of ten and a half runs. Um, Joe, he, here's what I'm feeling, and this is part because the way the Phillies pattern has been lately. They win, they lose. They win, they lose. They hover around 500. You're getting plus money on Eric Fetty tonight. After a night where the Phillies used a lot of their bullpen, a lot of pitches thrown last night, plus money on the Nats. Got to go with it. I like it. Okay, so I I was lean. I started at the Nationals, then I said, this total, should we look at this total? I mean, two pretty poor pitchers, but 10 and a half is a lot, man. That's that's a, that's a lot. Okay, so here's my Nationals case, and I agree with you. So we're thinking about jumping on Washington after they've lost five consecutive games. Nationals against lefties. Shh, they're phenomenal. And people noticed they're way better than the White Sox. We always talk about the White Sox and the Astros. 
They're better in some categories than those two teams against lefties. They're number one in baseball and on-base percentage of 348. They're number one in baseball and OPS, number two in batting average, number three in weighted runs created plus. So they crush lefties, and they're going to face one and more today. Uh, Fetty, he's not terrible against Philadelphia. That's noteworthy because he's not a great pitcher. So he's not right. terrible against the Phillies. They're hitting 222 against them. However, 16 walks and 12 strikeouts don't really get my juices flowing. Uh, here's some, something else, though, uh, on the Washington side. Remember, since the All-Star break, they are killing it offensively. They keep losing games, but at least they're scoring runs doing it. They're second in uh, average, second in weighted runs created plus, first in on base, first in OPS. Similar numbers to uh, them against lefties. Yeah, take the Nationals at plus 100. Yeah, I like that. And and I think part of that is, think about the Nationals players other than Soto, right? He, he hits everybody. They're all right-handed hitters. So yeah. it's natural they would be good against left-handed pitching. It's Turner, it's Zimmerman, it's Bells of Switzer. They're all righties. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. One prop to think about, we might hit this later, Bryce Harper, who's having a nice season, but it's like, you know, it's nothing's popped. It's just kind of he's good. Had a good season. Yeah, three um, walks last night. That's and, and tough. one and that one set up the McCutcheon home runs. That was a big walk in the ninth inning. He has killed Eric Fetty. 19 mm. plate appearances, four home runs against him. So oh, oh, oh. that is one we'll keep an eye on. We'll check the uh the, the price on a home run prop for Bryce Harper. So that's a big game is uh with trade implications and all that coming up. So we, we're both in the nationals. Joe, big series starts tonight again. I think they only play one more time after this, so it's it, it, meaning. Out in San Francisco, Dodgers, Giants. Last week when you were off, I didn't get any sleep. Cody Decker and I were talking about these games. Three nights in a row to end that series, the closer blew the game. I think it was the second game of the series, the Giants blew it. And then they came back on Jansen in back-to-back nights to win the series three games to one. Um, the Giants are up two games on the Dodgers. Obviously, all these games are very meaningful. Julio Urias tonight against Logan Webb. So advantage Dodgers. They're the road favorite. So I'm at minus 122. Here's an interesting nugget. So this will be the fourth time Urias has faced the Giants this year. Two times he has dominated. One time he got crushed. The one time he got crushed was kind of one of these back-to-backs, right? Where so they face each other the two weeks in a row. And so you see the same pitcher again. That's what we're setting up. He faced them last week. He faced it again tonight. I don't know if there's something to that. Like they saw him, they, they read him, and they hit him, or that was a one-off. But he's a good pitcher. Though he did get shelled by this team once. Dodgers road favor tonight. What are you thinking? Yeah, I don't really have a play on this game. I just find it interesting that uh, they are road favorites, but it's a short number. I mean, you you match these two teams up about a month ago. We're going to see a bit much bigger number with Urias a, as a road favorite, but it's minus 125 and uh, San Francisco as the home dog at plus 105. I understand if you want to jump on that side. Uh, just I, I didn't see that big of an advantage, and it, and that's really a testament to what we've seen out of San Francisco this season. That we're not jumping up and saying, "Oh, you've got to jump on the Dodgers." Like you're hesitant to take to take the Dodgers uh, at the Giants, and that's that's an interesting quirk with that schedule that you mentioned, and that that would tell me advantage Giants for this division if the Dodgers aren't going to have a lot of opportunities. Yeah, but I think so. That they they finished their series in. Los Angeles. So they're playing this one in San Francisco. I would guess there's only one more series left the final two months of the year between these two teams. So that will change things. Joe, uh, we got some runs last night. We got Pavetta with the under on the K prop. I I am enjoying watching these uh, these Red Sox Blue Jays games the last couple of weeks. These two teams can hit. Like, I mean, we, I enjoy good pitching, but I also enjoy watching two teams back and forth that can hit. 
Tonight, Robbie Ray, who got hit by the Red Sox last week against Garrett Richards. I, I mean, you look at some of the numbers these Red Sox guys have off of Robbie Ray, who's had a nice season. Feels like another night we're going to see runs scored. Yeah, they kill Robbie Ray. But, the, you know, the total reflects that. It's 10 and a half. Uh, two great offenses. And last two weeks, Toronto, they're, they're one of the best offenses in baseball. They've been that throughout the season. But, man, these Ray numbers are scary. And I, both of us like Robbie Ray. And, boy, he gets crushed by the Red Sox. It's not just that last start that you mentioned. Against Boston, they have a uh, – he has a 964 OPS, that Red Sox offense, against Robbie Ray. He has a 743 FIP against this roster. That's a nice strikeout rate, but, man, that doesn't help enough when he's giving up bombs, and that's that's what's been happening. I One thing I would not do with this game, I would not jump on the Blue Jays. You want to look at the over? Want to jump on uh, Boston as a home dog at plus 110? I don't have an issue with that one at all but I would not go with the Jays. So if you were to jump and fade one of these starters early, which one would you fade? Because you could find – Yeah, you could find first three innings total run scored over three and a half. That that gives you both offenses. Or you can go – Is over, this the new first five for you? A lot of people have, in the last few years have been betting first fives, but you love this first three. Well, I mean, you know what you guarantee? You guarantee the starting pitcher. Because, you know, I, yeah. first five, it used to be the starting pitcher would finish the first five. Now it's like, well, I don't know. He might be out of the fourth thing. Like, I know Garrett Richards is going to get the first turn through the order. I know he stinks. I know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hits him. I know Teoscar Hernandez hits him. I, I I might go over three and a half total runs scored first three innings. It's not bad. I don't mind that one at all, actually. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Whew, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Boston. Yeah. The Red Sox, they're going to be aggressive at the trade deadline. Why would they not? I mean, the you division mentioned Rizzo is, earlier. He'd be perfect. Yeah. Well, the division's there for the taking, too. Rays, they lose their number one star. They're still going to be in it at the end. Uh, the Yankees might be sellers. I don't know that they're going to be sellers. They probably should be. But it's there. Like, the AL East is saying, go ahead, Red Sox, take it. And uh, we'll see how aggressive they are at the deadline. They, they should be. Because next year, you never know. Maybe it's going to be one of those uh, good Yankees years that I keep hearing about. Yeah, it's been a while as well. At least they've had a, a great one. Uh, Joe, let's go a couple more uh, games late that I, I had some interesting um, perspective on. McCullers, again, how about the Mariners? We keep talking about, like, what do we do with them? They won again last night. Like, I, we hit the number with the, you know, the Astros scoring early against the pitcher that we mispronounced his name for two days. But the Mariners yeah. came back and won the game. Tonight, it's McCullers on the mound. He, here's what jumped out to me. Lance McCullers, since the beginning of July, his four games, eight strikeouts, eight strikeouts, ten strikeouts, eight strikeouts. Mariners K a lot. Yep. The number is seven and a half. I like the over McCullers. And even Luis Garcia last night, he got hit a little bit by the Mariners, but he had nine strikeouts. So they'll strike out in Seattle. Yeah, we're on the same page. Uh, the Mariners have won now four in a row. I mean, maybe at home we should be talking about them as a plus 140 dog, but I can't. McCullers is too hot right now. And uh, not only do the M's strike out a lot, uh, since the start of the second half, they are striking out more than any team in baseball. Strikeout rate of nearly 29%, and you just went over McCullers' run right now. 
Yeah, I'd go. Um, that's a prop. I'd go over on the strikeouts. I've been betting a lot of unders lately, but McCullers, if I'm betting one, I'd go over on that one. Let me give you one that I do like an under tonight. So the A's are in San Diego. It's a big series for both teams. And depending on the results of the game tonight, Joe, you know, we could wake up tomorrow with the Mariners in the playoffs because the A's are one up on Seattle. If That's... the if, yeah, if the Padres beat the, you know, if it works out that way, it could be different tomorrow. Um, Chris Paddock. I don't know why the books haven't corrected this. He doesn't strike batters out. And yet I look at his K prop every time. It's like five and a half, six. It's five yeah. and a half tonight. He hasn't gone over that number since June 18th. And you look at the um, the A's, right, and, and their strikeout rate. It's pretty much middle of the pack. Their, their power hitters really don't strike out. Olsen's cut his strikeout rate. I know it's in the NL Park tonight, so Paddock will be able to face the pitcher that will help him. But five and a half? Chris Paddock? Like he's liable it's to get one high. or two. It's too high. Well, the reason, part of the reason it's so high is Oakland has such a high strikeout rate. And I why does he have the name value? Because yeah. he, when he was a rookie, a lot of people learned about him. He's he's at the back of the rotation there. <laughs> I mean, and they're trying to upgrade in front of him. Like they're they're desperate to get more pitching. They know right. he's not good enough. Yeah, I I I understand your case for the under. Um, I get it. It's just it's inflated a bit because of Oakland, though. Yep. Anything stand out to you? We didn't hit on yet. Any game? Yeah. How about how about the Yankees as a plus one thirty dog? <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays. We rip on the Yankees constantly. But uh, I'll tell you, as as an underdog in a divisional game, I don't mind that. Uh, against lefties, Yankees have a top three offense. And listen to Montgomery's numbers against the Rays. They hit 191 against them. He's got 23 strikeouts paired with only four walks. What do you think about the Yanks as a dog? I like it. Uh, Montgomery's been hit or miss, but when he's good, he's pretty good. Uh, and, and you have to figure at some point, doesn't luck have to start going the Yankees' way a little bit? I mean, they've had three or four. The game Sunday where they're up four nothing. Domingo Armand's throwing a no hitter into the eighth inning. They're up four nothing, and like you blink your eye, it's five four Red Sox. They bring the infield. They don't. They don't bring the infield in. It doesn't work out. Like they just keep making these mistakes and losing games. Joe, they're, they're fifty one and forty seven. You know, if they had won a couple more of these games that have just gone like they've had crippling losses, like they've been up big and lost games. I feel like the story on them would be different. Be like, well, yeah, they're right there. They're the Yankees. And they're, and instead, it's like, the Yankees stink. I, I do think that's an interesting one tonight. Because I don't think the Yankees are as bad as – and Kenny, do see it on this a couple minutes ago with us. They're probably not as bad as, as the perception is right now. Milwaukee-Pittsburgh. Pair of Andersons. Pair of well, Southpaws at it tonight. Tyler and Brian? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Pick your and, Anderson, any Anderson. You know, it's not the largest sample size, but what's interesting is uh, when these two teams are facing off, these pitchers uh, against these teams, batting average for both of them is in the hundreds. Uh, their FIP is in the twos. I, I, I was looking at that. Should we take a look at this under eight and a half with the Andersons? Under eight and a half with the Andersons. <laughs> not, not one of my favorite plays. I was just... I don't know. Am I betting this because there are two lefty Andersons going against each other? I mean, listen, sometimes you got to look at the names and you roll there <laughs> and you're like, your eyes, ha- uh, you know, just go to that game for whatever reason. That's an interesting one. The, the Brewers offense, it's weird because they've, they've had moments where they've woken up and scored a lot of runs, but there's also a lot of games this year. Is Christian Yelich ever going to wake up or is this just Christian Yelich now? So, I mean, Brewers fans will tell you, oh, it's the knee, it's the knee, it's the knee. He's never been I, the same since then. Yeah, yeah. Was it the knee? Was he doing something else? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, no. It's the replay. It's the camera in center field, right? Yeah. The home and road yeah. split. Like every excuse under the sun. 
Maybe something else. Uh, I didn't see a line on this because we don't have a Mets pitcher, but Morton is phenomenal against the Mets. So whatever that number is, what, whatever his props are set at, I'm going to take a look. 28 strikeouts, two walks. They're hitting 215 against Morton. Yeah, I think we've, we've gotten him at, I think, seven and a half was the number last time these two teams played, and we took it, and, and maybe we were six and a half, and we got it. Whatever it was, we, we hit that. So that's definitely one to watch. A lot of good baseball today. And you know what? The other, the other best part about watching these games this week, Joe, is hug watch. Chris Bryant could get a hug tonight. Oh, jeez. Anthony Rizzo could get a hug. Yeah. Well, they did They did send Chafin. That's not going to be the big nugget of the week. Yeah. Uh, they did send – they should send everybody. I mean, what why you, not? Would you? Would you? Yeah. would you be fine with that if the Tra- Phillies were in the same position? Yeah, trade them all. <laughs> get them all out. Yeah. See, Cubs fans are concerned that once they do that, they won't bring them back. That's well, the big issue. Well, they're not winning anyway, so you got to do what's best for the team. Ricky O'Donnell is going to join us next. NBA draft is on Thursday night. Lots to talk about right here on BeckQL Daily on the BeckQL Network.